listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Okay. Welcome back. So we are Good at morning. the end here well, we're of back our two-hour um, segment live. Another half hour from the Queen here. of the Most Holy Rosary and it's been a wonderful Stanley, day. Dakota. We've gone through uh, uh, Father quite a David, process so we've been talking, talking about um, struggling with life, the struggle, and coming to the point of prayer life, the struggle with God in your life, wrestling. How do we listen? Where we've do we go? We've got some special guests with. And we have a yes. wonderful yes. guest that's going to come on and help us work with that. Yes, yes, it's been a great blessing. Jake Magnuson got sent home from Rome early and. How do we came see the to St. John's where, where, where and then uh, about there? a month and later or so, right. maybe a little yeah, more than well, a month, uh, I, I, two months Obviously, we're going to have Father uh, Connor Peterson showed up. Answer. So, um, Connor, uh, as you said, we, we've been be talking about the wrestling, but we've also been talking uh, about the college great seminary and the great consolation of experiencing God's love. And Jake is two God's years from, God's from and for some reason, maybe it's the German Russian priest, and so welcome more on what we don't like or what isn't going right, rather than spending time focusing on what you would kind of give a little background of of your um, life I think that's your, one of the things your, you learn uh, journey uh, of in good uh, discernment in, in some good sure. families yeah, thanks, uh, for, uh, thanks for having me uh, on constantly um, so I grew on up born and raised in Minot, or, North Dakota or and uh, doing right. I guess my but call the, started the quite early is, it's not, I pretty much uh, knew from the time I was five years old that I wanted to be a priest prayer is actively seeking that and I grew up in a great Catholic family uh, my dad was ordained a permanent deacon yes. my and first so year of seminary my mom teaches religious education rightly, so uh, we, would we say had a great Catholic upbringing and I'm very grateful for that think about when I praying, kind of no got in middle school and high school I really mm-hmm. tried but to not be a, a priest even though I kind of knew God was calling me but I played a lot of sports and things and kind of made that my life rain, and uh, it's quite uh, simple really that um, I, I had the opportunity or, to go to Rome uh, uh, if I get the rain I don't need to pray after my so junior year I'm asking God to give me and what had just I a profound think experience there happy, and basically but, you know, it just boils down it does to is make me not uh, need God realizing that God was calling me <laughs> yeah thinking we can that do was it very ourselves clear, yeah, right but there's a second part of discernment, so, which so is, I, I think the, the right what are you going to do? <laughs> you can say yes or no. Kind of uh, so for me, it wasn't still, a matter of figuring out what God wanted. It was a matter of, will I we, say yes? We have the answers to and that was the thing I struggled with, but good, uh, I received the grace, yet we struggled um, to do it particularly in Rome, in a conversation simple, with a priest, and uh, decided, yeah, I need to go to the seminary. And similar to Father David, I figured I'd be out in a year or two. And God does not promise that it's going to be easy. Gotten more and, fa- and more clear Father Greg Luger, good uh, morning. This is where God wants me. And, and so how are you today? Are you struggling? <laughs> are you wrestling? Excellent. Thanks, Jay. Well, I think uh, we always are sometimes, Connor, right? Tell us about yourself. <laughs> Especially yeah, early in the morning, uh, right, Father From Mandan, North Dakota. Yes, but in my world, 1030 is early. Uh, went to <laughs> then I went to Bismarck State College, went to University of Mary. Uh, and as far as my so, own call, you know, it's a Father, long story. Father, can you um, uh, help life. us out here? Uh, but so we struggle and we pray, uh, but you know, I drifted away from my faith quite a bit in college. The effects of our prayers? Had a big reversion back. Do we just back, pray and give it to God uh, to and don't faith, care? And then, you know, I was trying as hard what, what as I could to live a that? spiritual life. And I was like, Lord, what well, do you think, want me to uh, do? Certainly and it took a while for me to understand that. But then once I knew, I was like, okay, now I have to go. Now I have to go to seminary. 
But it was, I mean, you know, is, like you said, wrestling you know, with God. I was, you know, wrestling with, tell me now. You know, I want to know now, because I want to go now, whatever I want to do. But I, I see now that I wasn't in a place to answer that call properly. So the Lord, in his time, waited until I was in a good place. So sometimes it's not no, it's just not yet. You know, and he even goes on to experience something more that he wants so he you to experience to answer the yes. I don't want to steal time for me, but when you were talking, God, Jake, um, <laughs> I, I was like, growing and up so on a dairy farm was a, a learned bad habit because dad would yell down when it's time to milk and we'd just hear his voice but we'd ignore it to get more sleep. That's kind of how, how we oftentimes are with God. We know he's calling us but we don't want to listen. And so, so what, how is, what have you learned in seminary so far that has really been helpful, exciting that you'd want others to know, especially young guys that might have heard that call? But Father Greg, Aren't, uh, well, I have a, if I ask this yeah, well, question, I, I would say uh, um, uh, two things. The first, how would you answer it? Just being the Father, uh, fraternity God isn't doing anything and I'm praying for, asking Him uh, for camaraderie so that I've experienced. Why should, I've made my best why, friends in my life I do? Uh, why in seminary. I even pray? Part of it is just having the common right, goal of the priesthood that brings it's something people together. That we all have. Um, but you really learn it's, it's certainly how a to that we get, I primarily be a good man and a good you know, Christian and a good Catholic. So it's, it's helpful for everyone it, in that respect, whether you're going to actually be ordained or not. Now, but having that community has been really important. And it was important for me because I had good friends in high school. We played sports together and I was a little worried about going to the seminary because I wasn't uber religious in high school and middle school. But I just found amazing men who have gotten to respect deeply and grown in great friendship. Uh, so it was a very positive experience in that respect. And then secondly, it was just relationship with the Lord. We get to go on a retreat and every so year, which is a great gift. We have spiritual direction every two weeks in the seminary. All these amazing opportunities that most people don't have. And so to be able to have those things at your disposal and grow in the spiritual life and develop a relationship with God that's deep and personal and good is a tremendous gift. And so I'm grateful for those two things. And uh, they've been two of the highlights of my time in the seminary so far. Excellent. Connor, how, how about you? You haven't been in as long, but you had uh, something that's unique, at least in my experience. Uh, down in Denver, they have what's called the spirituality year. Would you explain that, or maybe that's a part of what is something that has really been beautiful for you? Yeah, the spirituality year is a special thing that Denver does. I think they have it in Philadelphia, too, now. Uh, but essentially, essentially, it's just a year of prayer. We learn how to pray. You have no technology. You can have cell phones on the weekends, only on Saturday, and it's not a smartphone. And you do it three days silent retreat, a five-day silent retreat, and then answer the 30-day silent retreat. And essentially, you learn how to pray, you learn the spiritual stuff, classics, you read St. Teresa of Avila, St. Therese, stuff like that. So you're not graded. It's not like class. No. Yeah, so it's not an academic year. It's like perfect. I think I'd excel at that. But yeah, it really, it's just a good year to learn how to pray and to fall in love with God. And honestly, I wouldn't give 
give up my spirituality but, or for um, any amount of as money. As far as praying goes, you know, I think no a amount. conversion of loved you'd be, you know, would it'd be, one it'd be a bad trade. Very, <laughs> very casting on people. Yeah. You know, All right. Anything else that stands out in your first years that you'd like to share or tell guys that might be considering an encouragement or a gift that you I'd say that if... If you think God might well, be calling you to be a priest, to remember that don't be afraid, because God knows and you, and He knows what's best for you, and He wants what's best for you. And I found that, one, you know, whenever you're doing God's will, you're happier than you ever would have been. You know, every day is the best day of your life when you're doing God's will. And so you don't have to worry about, will I be happy? God is calling you to happiness, which is Himself. So don't be afraid. You know? Excellent, excellent. The model I often used in that one year of going to the seminary the, the seminary say our job here is to form fathers and some of them will be priests go ahead father that's yeah. beautiful that, that's, that's a, a very good, point, good answer also, father thank um, you uh, this fear I, I, that sometimes I know comes that, in that, um, well, I, I'll Saint have Monica to decide, also, you know, um, to, uh, you know, stay in or uh, leave, but what I found so helpful is if you can just be honest with her all her uh, your spiritual said, director, your uh, former, as I said, they provide uh, so much to your son about that if you can go in and be honest with them, they kind of let you know if, like, a lot of people, priests I've talked to, they expected to leave. But they stayed right. because of the priests around <laughs> that, that them. Kind of right. let she them was know. trying to make it happen. Uh, in a sense, what God wanted. Yeah, there's a family. Uh, and, and, uh, and so oftentimes, it's an incredibly um, helpful thing. And I think it can help uh, deter some of the fear of, to be yeah, I'll have to figure it out when I get are. there. And I only yeah. have, you know, six years or whatever. But there's just, they, they, they provide... Uh, and really thus, what, they what's needed for good loving their children, they can then so open like, them to um, receive what God you, is wanting to do for them. But that's not an easy or a short task either as, as at times, right? right? And as a mother, right. and as a mother, as a mother um, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah, I think that, I that's accurate in some sense. From, I mean, we're, we're lucky uh, to be in, in a diocesan priesthood. You're close to your family, uh, like I'm stationed this summer in my hometown. There is that struggle um, so it would be much more so for a religious order, but uh, there is a, a real fraternity. I mean, I can only speak for seminarians, my, my but we have a great fraternity a great that we experience as, as truly being brothers, is. and I know the priests say the same thing. And it's really forced their time spent change. together. So, yeah. and, and most of us, um, don't I like was to wondering, suffer. just really that's brief. Good, right? uh, we only have like uh, a minute left. <laughs> and, and Father Luger, your do you think that prayer. you know this is our what, lifetime on prayer earth. time? What, what does that? What mean we really to need to look for is it, to is it like with a Carmelite, prayer, is it Franciscan, and is it just prayer right now? The glory and beauty of it with God in heaven. I'd say there are all sorts of different kinds. We learn it, especially Ignatian spirituality. To, uh, to endeavor, bring you know, all there's the obvious, the Virgin Mary there. Uh, yeah, but I mean, really, the Holy Hour, really I'd say, is like the prayer for me. And, uh, you know, inspired by Fulci. You know, you do the Holy Hour, sitting in the presence you know, so of the Blessed Sacrament. Yeah, yeah, and that's world. And you don't need to talk. Well, that that is the head of our family, um, of whatever type of family that you're called to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so just give kind of what your prayer looks like right now, or you know, in the seminary. How is your prayer each day? 
Well, you know, uh, it's mainly consisted of the, the, like the holy hour, as Connor said, um, critical things, so as well as the liturgy, the hours, daily mass, and um, those are really yeah, the foundational points, and then spiritual reading, the, you know, and devotionals you know, are from things that to do as well, but those are the keys. Heaven, and we're mere yeah. sojourners yeah. here on this earth. Yeah. Uh, and, and Connor, so yeah, the holy hour is... I know when I was in seminary, uh, so long ago, uh, you know, we so, weren't required so, uh, to Father do that. Luke, we're just we about just out of time here. We're going to we're gonna go back, back to Eli. <laughs> so, so you guys um, are getting great um, formation. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and okay, I've um, told you I'm that sorry, already. I, but what, I guess what we're going to be with you a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. I lost track of time here. Examination before they're accepted. But when they're in, they're getting formation that is Understand why God sometimes. The formation is so critical in any stage of our life with I this encouragement from young from as we progress okay, we'll and we right really back. connect to God and we are going to find out when we come back after this break how our prayers are working but what if we can't see the effects of those prayers and we have wonderful Father Greg Luger Monday June he 29th marks the solemnity of Saints Peter and Paul the Apostles as we uh, celebrate these great saints, we we'll have some special programming. Can't see At 6 a.m. Central so Time, instead of the Sunrise Morning Show, so we'll bring you Morning Glory. Prayer, this will be followed by the Mass at 7. Yes. Then at 9 p.m. Central, instead of the Mass, it'll be the encore of yes. Open Line. So join Please us back tune in here for this special program. Saints Peter and Paul, pray for us. And we are on Real Presence Live. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. The world is changing fast and needs problem solvers and critical thinkers. Right here in your backyard, Mount Marty believes every student has the potential to serve the world and make a difference. We will help you obtain a degree that prepares you for success by exploring your talents and passion. Our community goes above and beyond to help each student feel at home, surrounded by love and support. We can't wait for you to see what's possible, and we hope the future brings you here, close to home, at mountmarty.edu. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hi, we are back here live with Real Presence Radio. You can find us on yourcatholicradiostation.com or download that Real Presence app. Wonderful places to find us and join in. We have a conversation going here today, and we are on our last few moments here. And we are speaking with Father Greg Luger, and he is going to help us with some words of encouragement in those hard times that we have right. to see in our life. You know, we pray, but 
Where are we? Right, right. Sometimes uh, we're, we have a particular desire in mind and we're praying faithfully. And uh, um, when we don't see what we're praying for coming about, we could be discouraged. And so it's a good thing we have Father Luger here who can uh, help us to where to look for encouragement or encourage us uh, that praying continuing to pray even if we don't see the results we're seeing, wanting that there's a good reason to pray so father greg i i hope you're prepared to answer that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely yeah so you know, just a few things uh just you know to keep in mind with that question as far as the encouragement within our prayer um we always want to keep our prayer rightly ordered um you know we're talking about you know praying for certain things but we also have to remember what we say, you know, every day at Mass when we pray the Our Father, when we say, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done. Where, you know, in that prayer, Jesus actually beckons us to ask that the Father's will be done. And that's an, also a very important aspect of prayer, is that we would conform our own wills to the will of the Father, that we would ask for that particular grace. And then, you know, that can, you know, you know, that grace can help us to, you know, start to see things God's way and start to trust in Him more. And to also know that God does really want these good things for us and for His children. And so, you have to also remember that if I don't get something, if I don't get a particular, you know, if I don't get a particular petition that... God knows better than I do, right. and He wants better than I do. And so He will find the best way of making this come about if it is according to His will. And if it's according to His will, it really is the best thing. And so that might not always be what we want to hear, mm-hmm. but, that, but that is the deeper reality that's going on within our prayer. Uh, yes, very good, uh, Father Greg. Uh, I there's a couple things uh, that I want to kind of place before you that may uh, allow you to elaborate on a little bit. Uh, I I as pastor at St. John's three years ago had a neocatechumenal way catechesis, and we have a little community. And one of the th- one of the things that struck me that they said was uh, our prayer. Our prayer should always be focusing on. Uh, allowing God to help us to enter into his will. Mm -hmm. God, help me to enter into what your will is in my mother's cancer. God, help Mm -hmm. me to enter into your will during this coronavirus. So, so mm-hmm. if we're entering into our will, we start his will. We start to look at what are you doing in this circumstance, God, that I'm not seeing or looking at. Is that a right way to approach, you know, an illness or a situation that obviously we can't control? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because there can be something more going on that we don't see, and you know, probably the best example of this is actually you know, the passion of our Lord. Now, from the outside looking in, we can say, well, why would he allow himself to go through that? You know, that looks like a terrible thing. Couldn't, couldn't he have done more good by not being crucified and just staying on this earth and, you know, doing things that way? But when we see his whole plan to the end, we see what he was actually trying to accomplish and it was something much better than we could have possibly imagined. 
And that's what, you know, I often see as a priest, especially in difficult circumstances. Um, you know, Father Dave, I mean, you, you've, been, you've been a priest, you know, much longer than I have, and I'm sure you've seen this kind of a situation, you know, many more times than me, where you see people who are suffering so terribly, and you see in a very mysterious way that because of that suffering, that that person and their families are, are drawn back to the Lord. And it's, you know, it's a great, you know, it's a great miracle, if you will, that wouldn't have happened had that suffering, had that illness not been there. Had they been healthy their, their whole lives, they would have just been wayward until their death. But because of, you know, this person's cancer or yeah. because of, you know, this difficulty at work, then we start to, then sometimes we see that all of a sudden, you know, this guy starts praying some more and he starts trusting right. in God more. And all of a sudden he, you know, he wants to go to confession and receive the Eucharist. And, you know, what a beautiful grace to see within these difficult times. And, you know, like I said, I've seen that many times yep. uh, through these difficult situations. And I'm sure you've seen it many more. Yeah. You're exactly right. That's probably the best example. Um, I I've preached a homily, and I wrote something in my bulletin years ago that I believe, I believe that when we get to our glory in heaven, we're going to see that God's greatest gift of saving souls was the illness of cancer. Because people know they're going to die. They get their lives in order. They reconcile with their family and they prepare themselves for the kingdom of God instead of the glory of earthly life. And now this illness, I say, and I, I still don't want it and I'm not going to ask for it. Uh, it's, it's still an illness. It's something that's ugly. But God changes what's ugly into something very beautiful if we surrender to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to ask, I'll let you pick up, but before I am going to be kind of done here, uh, I found a novena to the surrender of the will of God. It's easily found online. And I tell people, don't do it as a novena. Just use it for your daily prayer, letting God speak to you. And then you repeat 10 times, Lord Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything is a beautiful help to people to pray relationally and surrender to God's will. So uh, with that, I'll let you kind of finish up, Father Greg. Well, beautiful. I mean, yeah, I think that's a wonderful prayer. And like I said before, I've seen so many conversions happen through suffering where I see a person suffer and I think, this person is ready. They're finally ready to have a conversion. And once again, we just remember that God always hears our prayers. Um, our prayers are effective and that, you know, it's our task to conform our wills to His. Yes. And, and Father Luger, again, um, I'm going to refer to our eternal life. Um, I believe that God will help us see all the effect of our prayers in heaven. Mm. I, I, I truly believe in that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Father Luger, um, would you give us a blessing? We're coming to the end. Um, we have a little bit more that Father David and I will share, but would you give us a blessing for everybody today? Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for all the gifts that you have given to us. 
And we ask that you would conform our wills to yours and that we would trust in you as your dear children. And may Almighty God bless you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Father Gregory. You're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today and making this uh, special two hours. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, have a wonderful day. Okay, and we are going to uh, head over to uh, Eli over in our head office over there. What are we doing for the rest of the day, Eli? Hey, thanks, Lori. Well, the rest of the day just looks like a, a normal day of work for me. But tomorrow morning, we're having another great Real Presence Live right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Father Brian Christensen and Karen Gibis, coming to you from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help in Rapid City, South Dakota. They'll visit with Laura Hawk, Youth and Young Adult Director from the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, about living right as a young Catholic. Then Susan Safford, Director of Pastoral Ministries and from, from the Office of Faith Formation in the Diocese of Rapid City, will talk about her special calling to be a consecrated virgin. Plus, Nancy Christensen, Mary Horn, and Linda Hofer will answer the question, where do priests come from anyway? All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's going to be tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Network. Right back to you. Thank you, Eli. Um, so we have given you... Uh, listeners out there, a full week here of uh, spirituality, conversion. Um, keep working at it every day. And Father uh, David, what kind of closing words would you have for us? Oh, well, first, uh, thank you for uh, inviting me to this. It was very good. Anytime you talk about spiritual things uh, with others, it stirs your heart Um the the most learned man is one of the things that Mother Teresa I didn't know her well I talked to other people that did and, and if she was talking to a first year seminarian and he was speaking to her she was attentive taking notes trying to get anything they could share on how to love God or how to pray better mm-hmm. and, and so so we're never smart enough to think that we can't learn anything and the prayer is is knowing God in a very intimate way. So um, keep praying, keep letting God love you, and God bless you all. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence radio network.